What's up, everybody? Justin Soderberg here, co-host of Capes and Tights, a comic book podcast. This is a co-release with the main state of mind because we're slowly transitioning over the next few weeks into separating our comic book content with our uh, main state content. And every other week, there'll be an episode based on comic books and an episode based on something around the state of Maine or the area. So this is an episode with Josh Bolton of Queen City Cinema Club. Kind of hits both categories. Uh, Queen City Cinema Club is in downtown Bangor. And Josh uh, is a movie buff. And so you can go down there and watch movies, play arcade games, have delicious food at Queen City Cinema Club. But my co-host Adam and I chatted with Josh about comic book movies this week as part of our comic book extravaganza uh, we are doing on the main state of mind and on capes and tights. So we talked Marvel, DC, independent films, um, and all kinds of the sort. So what did they did right, what they did wrong, what they could do in the future a little bit. And we had fun talking to Josh on this episode. So enjoy this episode of Capes and Tights, as well as on the main state of mind. And follow us on the internet <laughs> on Capes and Tights. You can find us at capesandtights.com. So, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, to listen to the podcast, and you can also visit themainstateofmind.com. So enjoy the episode of Comic Book Movies with Josh Moulton of Queen City Cinema Club in downtown Bangor, along with myself, Justin Soderberg, and my co-host, Adam Morissette. So enjoy, everybody. I was originally going to say, Josh, we should do top 10 movies, but then I realized that it's kind of boring because my top 10 movies would all be in the MCU and that would not be as fun. So then I'm like, I can't really do a comic book top 10 countdown because that's not, that's not fun. I actually thought about that with you and like wrote a tentative non-Marvel list so that I could keep jumping in and being like, how about this movie? Yeah. Could have done top 10 non-Marvel movies. Yes, yeah, 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 I thought about that. I'm like, that's not fair for me. I'm picking movies that I don't give yeah. a crap about. Right. And I went through my, my Plex server last night. I was making some collections. And I realized how many more Marvel movies I even, like, I own a lot of those movies. But, like, how many more Marvel movies there are than there yeah. are DC movies? Like, you know, if you think about, if you just take Batman as a whole, and all the different Batman iterations there is. But there's not a lot of other, like, I mean, there's, like, again, Superman as a whole has been a bunch of Superman movies. But there hasn't been... Like a lot of different yep. characters, like Marvel's been able to do recently with the MCU yeah. and with X Men and all that stuff. So. If I get told the same Batman story again, I'm gonna lose my mind. What one? Yeah, the same. Oh, oh, story yeah. yeah. Over well, it's like the whole Spider Man thing, and why I'm glad, and you know, we'll get into it, but why I'm glad Marvel didn't do an origin story uh, per se for for Spider Man when they did the um, the MCU version of Spider Man, because again, and it's what I hope, and I will see again. We'll get into it as a, what Fantastic Four will be. When they bring Fantastic Four in here, I do not want to see again how the hell they became the Fantastic Four. Just do a right. little montage yeah. at the beginning saying Fantastic Four, and it's them getting their powers. Don't, don't need to see them right. transform for and the first time. Bam, like, done. But um, you know, it'll be interesting though is whether they do it for X Men. Yeah, and see, that's the other one. It's like because they've just, never really done like no, yeah, you know. But there's whispers about like you know power mutants going to be, be introduced, so they're almost like forced to come up with. This is how mutants exist, you know. Yeah, it's true. I mean, could they do more of a uh, um, a soft uh, uh, origin story or a flashback origin story? I kind of wouldn't mind. 
but like starting a movie, like I don't want, I don't want to watch another X Men movie on how the X Men became. Yeah, the X-Men. for sure. I think it'd be fun yeah. to just, you know, again, if they do this multiverse thing they're going through right now, yeah, it may just be that they've already already existed and now yeah. they're just joining the multiverse. I guess that, that was my so, point. Yeah. It wasn't to pile on Batman. It was just to say I don't need to see everybody's origin story every time. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, For sure. What I wanted to go over quickly before we get into like what's been right, what's been wrong with Marvel mo- or comic book movies, I should say, is I wanted to go over a couple of things. So the first ever Marvel movie was Captain America. It was the 1944 Captain America, which was awful. I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. You you must have. Do you have it at this this is the the Queen City? No, no, no. I, I have it. I think I should get oh, it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess like, the next first Marvel movie was actually Howard the Duck. And that was in 1986, right? Yep. And then the actual first, like one I say where Marvel started was with Blade. Um, Blade in 1998 was actually the beginning of Marvel uh, movies in the theater, in like my the opinion. Like thing, the actual yeah. thing. And then if you go first MCU was Iron Man 2008. Yes. Uh, obviously X-Men was in between that and stuff like that. But that's how like the progression of Marvel's gone over the years. Yep. Um, uh, Blade, if you think about it, some people will say X-Men is the beginning of the Marvel movies. Um, but Blade actually is what made people think they can make a movie off of a, off of a comic book um, right. for Marvel. Uh, for DC, the first DC movie was Superman and the Mole Man in 1951. Um, but next was Batman in 1966, but it was related to the TV show uh, with yeah. Adam West. Uh, the actual first was probably Superman in 1978. Like I said, that's where I think probably DC movies started. Uh, and then the first DCEU, and I'm going to use it in quotations here for anybody watching, <laughs> because the DCEU is basically non-existent if you think about it. Like it's not the continuity and the uh, strong foundation that MCU is, uh, thing, yeah. but they call it the DCEU. I don't know about you, Josh. Man Sometimes of Steel. I feel like Justin throws shade on DC. Yeah, a little too much. Like, like I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I have a lot of issues with all the movies. Yes. You know what I mean? But no, but but I completely understand it. But what I'm saying yeah. is that when you call it something like the DCEU and you're switching characters up and rebooting things yeah. already, you can't call yourself a universe, uh, you know, extended universe. But, right. I would agree. Things. You can't call yourself a universe, but you could kind of retroactively be like, we were already a multiverse. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 You you know? And it's, like I said, there's a lot of good ones. I have no problem with some of the DC movies in general. I like right. watching That's them. True. I know it's not, I don't have a, I just think that when it's the same thing we have a problem with with comparing someone to the previous it's sure. like when i am such in love with mcu when i compare it to the mcu it falls drastically right. below it but if i don't compare it to the mcu if you just look at the movies on an individual basis yep. and not say hey which one's better there are some movies that stand yes. out i mean obviously to me personally again in that thing man of steel 2013 was the beginning of the dceu but really the best movies that have come out from from dc in my opinion are dark knight and dark knight rises and those movies technically aren't even part of the DCU. Right. They're before the DC. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, and so what I wanted to really talk about uh, as we do this, we don't want to do a super long podcast, but something was what works and what doesn't in general for a, Mar- for a comic book movie. Um, but what works, why is Marvel so successful mm-hmm. in this? Because let's be honest, well, you know, I do have a love for Marvel, um, but it, it, we'll be honest here and say that Marvel has done way better than any other comic book company in making yeah. movies right now. Um, and what hasn't worked for DC uh, for an example, uh, or what has worked for DC for them, uh, and then other comic book films and so on. There's no specific order we can jump in here and then do a shuffle, whatever we want. Sure. Um, but I know for me personally, what's worked for Marvel is uh, casting. Like they've done a great job casting the characters, I believe. Um, the idea that they've been all connected and you want to watch the next one to see how it's connected. Uh, and then I think their directing has been pretty pretty outstanding Absolutely. and they haven't had to recast and reshape and all that stuff um and i think for me and just quickly 
that's what not has not worked for DC in my yeah. opinion. Like, so if you think about what's worked for Marvel has not yeah. worked for DC, I think DC is a great number of solo good movies. Again, your Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, yeah. I think I'm looking forward to. So this episode actually will come out after Suicide Squad hits the theaters, um, but we're recording it the week Suicide Squad yep. comes out, the new Suicide Squad. I'm actually, that's probably one of the most looked, uh, sought after movie I've seen from DC ever, yeah. honestly, is this new Suicide yeah. Squad movie. But if yeah. anybody else wants to jump in what oh, they I, think. I mean, I think you and I have touched on this before. And with the Marvel Universe, I always thought something that was brilliant is they they stuck with the comics. They, they didn't try to reinvent everything for the, the modern audience. And they didn't, they really, they just trusted that comic book fans were gonna like movies that were based on the comics and because you know there was that thing for a while like even if it was other like like everything like ev outfits were all modernized like there was i read the other day there actually i guess was a debate early on in the marvel cinematic universe about whether captain america should have a gun because it would make more sense to modern audiences and they i think it was it was kevin that was like that's no mm. like do, have you ever read captain america <laughs> Right. And they were like, oh, okay. And like I said, had they done that, it could have been just a flop. But yeah. so I, I think respecting the fact that there's comic book fans and that the comics are what you should be building on is so apparent, even in how we've said that it's like, you get a little Iron Man, you get a little Thor. Oh, what what is this? A crossover event? Yeah. So like, it just felt like comic books to me. Absolutely. Yeah. So you guys both touched on like what my answer would be, which is just like, it's the architecture. It's Kevin Feige and yes. it's like him being enabled to like have control over that and kind mm -hmm. of put, you know, obviously you've got different directors doing vastly different characters in vastly different genres. And, but to be able to basically have a roadmap and follow it and then make adjustments as possible. Mm -hmm. And just like, I mean, like you said, the casting is amazing. Uh, like Adam said, the comic the comic book feel of the entire experience. It's all integrated. Yes. It's all, um, I mean, you know, it's Disney, it's Marvel. These are huge entertainment companies. They know what they're doing. Um, I think that's something that I've actually started to experience with the Marvel movies because there are so many of them. Yeah, right. I love them. And every time I walk in, I go, is this the one? Is this the one where like I become disillusioned and mm -hmm. I realize that like, this is yep. just all like a big commercial being beamed into my yep. brain. Like is, you know, it has it gone too far? Is it jump the shark? What, whatever the case may be, like almost every time I go into a Marvel movie now, I'm like, is this the one where yeah, the, yeah. the illusion fades because this was all kind of just like a very intricately and very well designed shell game to mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, to you know, sell you products. But, the, but every single time I come out of the movie, I'm like, that's a damn good movie. Yes. Like, yeah. So that's the that's the that's the key. Is at the end of the day, they hit like you know the comedy, they hit the casting, they hit yep. like, the emotional appeal. You know. Yep. And like you nitpick at things like sky beams and you know CGI armies and stuff like that. But like when it comes down to it, like every movie they make is good. Yeah. Well, and they, they reinvent, and like, you know. Yes. You know, Justin and I have said, like, after all of the first waves of Marvel movies, like, my wife was still like, eh, okay, well, they're not that great. And I was like, well, watch WandaVision yeah. with me. And, you know, she was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And she watched Loki. And I'm like, I mean, how late into the game are we? And they're still able to, like, 
bring my wife who doesn't care about yeah. comics at all right. into it. Like that's crazy. Right. Like so the, yeah. the, the friends from work podcast I listen to that reviews the MCU stuff um, and they do the TV shows as well and all that stuff. One of the, my favorite things they say is like they're just waiting for that one time where Marvel misses. And it just seems yep. like they don't like if anything, I mean, Josh just went to a baseball game. So I give you a baseball reference here is that a lot of times they are like they've hit home runs, you know, with some of my movies that I love. I think they've hit a home run with Thor, Ragnarok, oh, gosh, they hit a yeah. home run with, um, uh, I mean, they maybe hit a grand slam to me with a uh, freaking Thor Ragnarok, but they had a home run with Infinity right. War and Endgame yep. and all that stuff. And they've hit some, you know, some some base hits and stuff like that. They actually haven't done, yep. but every single one of them makes contact. Yeah. You know I mean, there's not a single one where it's a swing and a miss completely. Yeah. They all move the game forward. Yes, like, and there's yeah. not, there's never been a. So, I, the, I, what I feel bad for the DC fan, someone who's a Marvel fan like myself, but on the opposite with the DC side of it is. They're they don't know when they go into it whether or not they're actually going to turn out to be. Like, they could have made a badass freaking trailer, and you're like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And then they get there, they're like, I'm still not wondering whether or not this is going to be another Dark Knight, right? Or this is going to be another Aquaman. You know, it's like one of those yep. like weird like, is it going to be good or not? And also, they're not creating as much as Marvel's creating right now, so it's like, they're if they do swing and miss, yeah, it's a longer period. There's no one there to pick up. Like if if Black Widow had swung and miss. Shang-Chi is coming out in September is hopefully we'll be able to bring up that miss and, and right. home run. And so like they have that coming and DC just doesn't have that right now. And, and I think that I feel bad for those DC fans. Yeah. But I'm a comic book movie fan in general. So like I will watch, I watched birds of prey with Taylor the other night. I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't, yeah. I just didn't like it. I, I love her. I think Margot Robbie as Carly Quinn is phenomenal. That yeah. is one of the few castings that I will say is, spot on mm-hmm. but again i don't know about what it was about what the movie yeah. I, maybe i just need to watch it again i don't know if it's one of those movies that just needs me to watch it more than once yeah. to actually get to what's going on i just wasn't a big fan of it like i probably will be with suicide squad and i should real quick say for the record because we talk about marvel mm-hmm. all the time i i actually am a huge dc yes, fan. Yes, yeah. i love marvel too but i like most of my childhood was dc so just throw that out there I, for discussion i, mean, I grew up yeah, I was I was kind of I mean like my first comic books were uh, I had Spider Man you know I had X Men I also had Batman more than anything you know mm-hmm. I mean like, I was all about Batman so um, yeah that's just like where I'm coming from I Birds of Prey uh, I liked it I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be because I thought it was going to be awful okay and I would say I can say I liked it okay. Like, there was there was room for improvement. Well, you know? but I, yeah. I also will say that I won't. I will be honest and tell you that there not every Marvel movie is good. Yeah, there's there, oh, sorry sorry not every Marvel movie is great. I feel like they've been good. They've been one of those things again. If you don't compare it to something else, like if you right. think back on like you know your Dark Worlds or your Incredible Hulks, yep. if you yep. don't compare that to anything else, and you just watch the movie for what it is as a movie, it was well made. There's right. some CGI issues in some of these. I mean, obviously, they're older and stuff, but some of the budgets weren't there. Um, there might be some continuity things to the comic books that don't relate very well because they didn't have the rights to do something or something along those lines. But if you watch the movie, it was a standalone movie. Yes, and maybe that's probably why I didn't like Birds of Prey as much. It's like, I would have loved to see a point of seeing Joker in that movie. If anyone, is, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Joker's not yeah. in that movie. But like right. uh, you know, just the relationship, they did break right. up. But even a flashback, even something saying that they broke up, and it's like a picture yeah. from... The original Suicide Squad movie of you know him breaking up with her or whatever it may be, yep. um, but just something to relate that. that if, but if you watched Birds of Prey as a movie as its own, yes, it was probably yep. it was good. I thought the special effects were cool. I like the acting was cool. I just I, I am a big person of the continuity in the 
overall massive universe. Right, sure. And just yeah. GC doesn't have that, so that's probably why a lot of their movies fall flat to me. Is that they don't they have some of it, but it doesn't connect as much. It doesn't as have should. that feeling of like momentum to it. That, Correct. Yeah. And that's I mean right. that's part of like, well, probably the only downside I've heard to, that I that I will say about Black Widow is that it was put in such an obscure weird spot in the timeline. It didn't make sense. That yeah. it didn't move the story forward yeah. as much as I wanted it to. Like everything else is done, and so it's the same with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel me, moved the story a little bit ahead, but it's like it's not. Yeah. It's a weird spot. Thank- yeah, I think Captain Marvel was like big time set up for things that have been planned and like, we still haven't really even seen the beginning of. Correct, yeah. You know? Um Black Widow, uh I I have a lot of thoughts about that, but I'll just <laughs> quickly I'll say she deserved a movie way before now. Oh, way before, yeah. Absolutely. Way before now, yeah. Like I every time I get in this conversation, I basically I'm like, she is she's the centrifuge of the Avengers. Like she's the straw that stirs the drink. Like she's been in more Marvel movies than any other character. Yeah. And like she went and got Hulk the first time. You yeah. know what I mean? She was the one uh surveilling Iron Man when Fury's looking at him for mm-hmm. Avengers. You know, she had caps back in all those movies. She's the one that you know, Brian Hawkeye, you know, um, and just like when everything fell apart in Infinity War, who was who was running the show the, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the next yeah. movie? You know what I mean? And uh, and you kind of see it, you know, <clears throat> just uh, somebody else say some some. He's yeah. very emotional about this Brothers, movie. He's, he's, so getting, he's getting caught up by it. But like, yeah, <laughs> that's the best thing about having just more than one person on a podcast is that something happens like that. Um, and that's the point where I think a lot of people talk about it. It's almost like they didn't know what a female-led yeah. superhero movie was going to do. And a female that doesn't have insane flying powers. Correct. Like, and so yeah, it's like I understood you know. why it waited a little bit, but I feel like I, I feel like Marvel should have done it yeah. and the chances that it would miss would probably have been better earlier than, on. Earlier yeah. on than it would have been if they did it now. And, and the pandemic didn't help because it extended even further past the end of the right. Infinity Saga. Yeah. And, and nobody's going to the movie theater. The other, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. anyway, she's suing people because of that. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, the other thing I would say is, although it didn't connect or move it forward necessarily, although you do get you know some new characters, yeah. I'd love to see a Red Guardian movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be no, actually, what I would I would love to see a Red Guardian um, like a Hulu show. Yeah, like the, with the, cool the deep darkness that, that, that Modoc yeah. is right now, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, swearing yeah. and like yeah. like just him, this grungy Red Guardian show would be yep. freaking awesome, based yeah. in Russia. <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought they did a really good job of connecting it back to the things that we've had breadcrumbs for yep. right. 10 years ago, you know? And that just goes back to what we were saying about like the architecture of it. And, you know, whether like, I think that's just like an added element that, you know, for Justin you know, makes it more enjoyable yeah. because there is more to it. It's more attached. You know what I mean, but like some of the callbacks and stuff that they did in that movie, I was like, that's genius. Yes. You know, like yes. you, you, oh, yeah. you answered all of our questions, yeah. you know? So I love the movie. I, I was, it's Tiffany walked out of it and she was like, that was my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, and and I've a lot of people say I'm that inclined, too. Yeah. I'm pretty close to agreeing with her, you know, but like, you know, and again, one of the things I will say to a lot of people who think it's too many move, too many comic book movies or too many Marvel movies, too many DC movies, so on and so forth, let's get past the superhero part of it, is that um, in a sense, Black Widow is not a superhero. Uh, she is, but she's not a, a, a superhero of powers. 
And right. so she's a different person. And so all I will say is that Marvel's been able to do, and again, I'm going to tote Marvel a lot, is different superhero movies. So that movie was a superhero movie, but honestly, I would honestly put like action adventure, like Mission Impossible style movie pre superhero. So it was like, yes, you saw mm-hmm. someone with superpowers in the movie, like you saw Red Guardian, like right. pick up something, yeah. and it was it kind of caught me by surprise, honestly. When I saw the movie, and I saw them do use powers in the movie. I was like, oh wait, this is not Mission Impossible. Well, this is a superhero movie. It is part of that very like subtle but very strong like espionage yes, bit yes. to Marvel that's been there forever. Cool. And then you have like but, Ant-Man, which is a heist movie. Yep. And you have like Guardians of the Galaxy and some of Thor Ragnaroks, which are more comedy-based yep. movies. And you have you, you have your drama-based movies and things. There's just, I feel like they were able to take every genre yeah. and put it as a subgenre to a superhero movie where it's not just exactly. kick, punch, fly, yes. kill. It's There's and more depth getting, to it. You're getting a variety of characters. So yes. like sure. Widow gets her own movie. I mean, who... You know, aside from like hardcore yeah. comic book readers, right. knew who Guardians of the Galaxy were before yeah. that came. It was a dollar out, you know book. I mean? It was a dollar comic like, book in the in the comic book bin right. before that movie yeah. was made. Oh, I just found a on, bunch of them in that collection yeah. in my storage, yeah. and it's like I Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. It's yeah. like on the flip side, you're getting the same Batman movie, the same Spider Man movie, or yeah. not Spider Man, Superman movie. You know what I mean? Like you're getting the same characters, you're getting reboots and reiterations right. of something that we just saw. And you're, yes. you know, I am excited for the, for the Matt Reeves Batman. Correct. Well, and here's my thought is what, what you know, what, okay, there's two things on this. One is the benefit that Marvel gets is that Marvel Studios runs Marvel Studios. Like Marvel, you know, Disney's, Disney owns Marvel, but like Marvel Studios makes their movies. They're so Kevin Feige is in general, is in charge of their movies. He has someone in charge of all of this. Whereas Warner Brothers owns DC. So Warner Brothers has a different, um, it's not the same. It feels like DC doesn't have their own studios in a sense. It's DC Studios, sure. but it's not like it's not its own division like Marvel is. Whereas there's not one person in charge. There is, but it's not the same kind of person. Uh, whereas Warner Brothers is more like bottom dollar kind of thing. Look at not looking at the the connection to the comic books, not looking at the connection to the previous movies. It's all about how much can this movie make us right now. And I think it's a different spot. And I think Warner Brothers is in a different financial spot than Disney right. is. And so it yeah, becomes more of a yeah box office problem and less of a let's just put our faith in this one person like yeah. Kevin Feige and see what he can do with it and see where it can go right. and, and and they were able to make movies in Guardians of the Galaxy they were able to make movies I mean, let's be honest when Iron Man came out in 2008 and you saw Black Widow in there none of us were ever like hey we should make a Black Widow movie no at that point and if no. I'm brutally honest with you when they first way back it. talked about yeah. Iron Man. Yes, I was no, like, they, no one thought. They no, I, but I, but which we've talked yeah. about was the brilliance of yes. it, though. Like it was bold. It was a brilliant idea. Could have really fallen flat because I at first was like, seriously, after all this time, you're giving me Iron Man. Yes, and then it was brilliant. Yes, right? it was brilliant. Obviously, the problem if you ever uh, it's a cool couple books out there that I've read, uh, Marvel's Slugfest or Marvel versus DC Slugfest. It's a couple other books that I've read. That one of the things they talked about is they really wish they would have had released. Iron Man in 2008 and then waited like a year or two to release Incredible Hulk because Incredible Hulk would have been a completely different movie if they had seen the success of Iron Man. Sure. Because Iron Man was actually like, if they would have made it Incredible Hulk more like Iron Man, it would have been different. Obviously, they were able to like blast past that and now they are where they are now. Right. But like it could have been the failure, not Iron Man, but the one that they actually thought was actually going to be the, the, you know, the glue that stuck everything together in Incredible Hulk could have been the failure it could have been that we're not talking about yeah. marvel movies the way we are now because right. of that movie and it's insane i mean i'm listening to a podcast right now called um uh, off panel 
it's a comic book based podcast and you're talking to Brian Michael Bendis, uh, which you'll listen to another episode of the podcast. We're talking about top comic book writers. You can find out where that, it, that guy, that writer is in my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, um, mentioned that when he got hired at, at Marvel, they were selling filing cabinets for cash. <laughs> Uh, and he goes, I don't know why he signed an exclusive deal with Marvel at that time because it seemed kind of sketchy that they were silent. Like in New York City, you could like walk down New York City and buy a filing cabinet from get, Marvel. Get in at the bottom. <laughs> but um, he's talking about how they were one point, like if you talk 30 years from now, 30 years ago and said, hey, Marvel's going to be one of the most sought after comic yeah. book movies in the world. You'd be like, what are you talking about? They're not even going to be making comic books anymore, let alone movies. Right. Uh, <clears> and then to get to where they are now is insane, yeah. which is, I think... The Marvel and the DCs of the world, again, DC has some good movies out there. And again, I'm really looking forward to looking at Suicide Squad and Matt Reeves' Batman. Um, but maybe they should have rebooted at some point and said, okay, we're starting with Matt Reeves' Batman. And that's the beginning of the next universe. And from right. this point on is the is the, our, our DC EU or whatever. Um, I but, think what they kind of decided to do was kind of be like, we can't meet them on okay. that battlefield. They're like, they, they're so far, Marvel's so far ahead of us. They're doing it so well. We can't be like, okay, now we're going to do a uni- like it's just like we've already tried it and they couldn't get it together. And now they're just like, all right, we're just going to give interesting projects to interesting people. James cool. Gunn, yeah, you know, Matt Reeves, you know. I mean, James Wan, I thought James Wan did a great job with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my I like that one better than most of the other movies. Right. Uh, part of, you know, maybe what I Joker. just look back on see the joker but that's the that that would be if you're gonna go that route it went completely different and so it's like it was like all of a sudden you get this suicide squad had just come out recently and then you had these like you were like got this ball rolling and then all of a sudden i know where they come up with the joker that's nothing like the joker you ever wanted ever we've ever seen and it kind of threw people off and that's why i think it got such bad rap i thought the movie itself was good i just think that 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 again relating it to everything else it dropped it felt wicked flat i I really liked that and i guess they're gonna come out with a new i guess they're coming out with another one and he's yeah. gonna look. He's gonna eventually transition himself into the more of the actual joke uh-huh. you're expecting to see. Um, but I think when I look back on it, it was that they went too far back to too far. They led too far into the CW universe. Like when yeah. Marvel was like kicking ass in the theaters with with Iron Man and all that stuff. They're like Arrowverse, the and it's flash. like. But it yeah. was like it was so again. It was so kitty. It's like I feel yeah. like Marvel uh, DC's either done super kitty or teeny teeny bopper or super dark. And they don't have right. anything really in the middle that like. Well, the funny thing about that is their cartoons are I, super the, dark. Yes. yes. That, actually, have you seen Harley Quinn on HBO? Yes. That is. It is fantastic. Awesome. Well, that's a lot of people say. We, we we talked about this off air at OBC yeah, one day, which was basically like the one thing that they had done good is the animated yeah. cartoons. Right. They kill yeah. it with the animated. all their cartoons yeah. are awesome. It's yeah, insane. The, the Harley Quinn series is hilarious. Yeah. If you haven't yeah, seen it, it's it is, so good. Yeah. And it's funny. I was mentioning to Adam was the fact that. The funny thing about it, if you look back and you look at the overall big pictures of things, is who do you think would have a better animation? The company that's owned by Disney? Right. Or the company that's owned by... I mean, Warner Brothers obviously has some history right. in animation too, but it's like the Disney who was like... Whenever I look at an animated film and it looks good, I'm always like, I bet Disney makes that movie. And they're the ones that are not doing well in animation. Uh, obviously, the only great animated Marvel movie is Into the Spider-Verse, and it was made by Sony. It wasn't even made by right. Marvel. Right, right, right. And... Uh, and so it's like in Modoc's great, but Modoc's again obscure, and it's a TV show that's on on right. Hulu. Um, but like, which makes me think about how awesome the freaking Deadpool show would have been. Looking at Modoc, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was so pissed. Although oh, the old God. the old Marvel X Men animated well, yeah, series was, was rad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's how a lot of people get into comic books is that TV show. Yeah, I've been watching uh, 
the Marvel Avengers Assemble, and then uh, yeah. I was going to go into the next one after that. But yeah. um, just like, you know, late at night when I'm tired from work and yeah. it's easy, you know. Um, but yeah, I think DC's approach, uh, just, you know, to kind of circle back around, put a bow on that, like, is also kind of comic book approach mm-hmm. because you're going to have five or six runs of Batman going at one time. Yeah, sure. And they're all going to be slightly different iterations of the character. And, you know, I mean, it, depending, I mean, depending on what era we're talking about, because obviously they have done multiversal events and, you know, that all gets shrinked back down to one and resets new 52, all that stuff, you know what I mean? But like, um, I think that would be kind of the key to their success moving forward just to make that explicit. So you still get your, universe but it's a multiverse yep, but everybody's right. on the same page and you're like all right this batman over here is played by the kid from twilight and he's like you know messed up in the head and living in this kind of probably weird i think it's going to be like very dystopian but you know it's gonna have the detective elements you know what i mean sure. but then you still have ben affleck in a different story about the same character sure. but maybe in a slightly different iteration mm-hmm. doing flashpoint you know what i mean right right and, yeah. it, and I, I can see that. I just feel like they. I guess it might be years for me to figure that, like, to get okay with that because they did try to do it with Aquaman and with right. um, um, Justice League and with Wonder yeah. Woman and all that stuff. They tried that, and so if they're not going to go that route. Um, it might just take a couple of years for it to go. Okay, this is not what Marvel DC is trying to do. Again. Exactly, they're doing the reset, but a soft reset, which is basically just like we're just going to make badass movies focus on that one movie don't care about the fact i mean they might men- the cool thing is they might mention someone else they might mention joker and right pray even though they're not actually gonna put joker in there it's just that that you know cool thing but you know i don't know it, it it's probably just again a love for dc and why i <coughs> love our sort of love for marvel jeez and why well, I'm, but i mean they I were even, convincing but, you but i don't even read dc we comic books and that's the problem i think that's part of the problem is that i don't have yeah. a background in dc comic books if right. i did i might like them a little bit better and i just don't yeah. And so, and that's even, we've talked about the slight age differences. Like for me, like probably my, like my heyday of comics that seared in my memory was the death of Superman and then the reign of the Superman afterwards. And like, that was probably the most obsessive I ever was about comic books. And, but like I said, that you're what, five years younger than me, something eight, but like, so that it it just put it slightly out of sync. And when you were coming in, Marvel was ripping by them with like infinity. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I I grew up. Yeah. But like for me, it was like Superman was the comic book movie yeah. when I was a kid. Oh, you know what I mean? Like how many times did I watch Superman and Superman two and you know what I mean? Ooh. Like I just and, watched and then Batman week. in eighty nine, you know what I mean? But that's what yeah. part I think part of the problem is how many Batmans we've gotten Batman with Adam West and you've gotten Batman uh in the uh nineties um Batman's those four movies yep. there, those two pretty good movies and or one pretty good movie and a couple of shitty movies. Um I thought it was th- three eh yeah. Okay. I was gonna say three good, one, but you know, one average, one bad, yeah. two good. Yeah. That's my yeah. And then there's um the Dark Knight. You know, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, or Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. And then they're doing this Matt uh, Reeves Batman. It's like my problem is is that if Batman is one of the two bigs at DC, right? Right. And I feel like they they left the 1970s Superman out to dry. <laughs> they did Man of Steel, which is eh. And then they did Batman versus Superman, which is more of a like I don't know it's like it's like split in the middle. Like whenever I think about it, I always think about it as a Batman movie, even though it's probably both. I don't know how people think about it, but like, right. where is the new Superman movie? That's like that you know why why are we not getting another Superman movie? And, and that's what I they didn't do another Batman TV show. They did do Smallville, 
Yep. And they're actually doing, is it Lois and Clark? Lois and, yeah, I no Clark idea. and Lois. There's a TV show now called Clark and Lois, or Lois yeah. and Clark. Uh, that's the, about Lois uh, Lane and, um, what's his name? Spider-Man, or uh, Superman's name? Clark Kent. Dick Clark. Um, <laughs> he knows Spider-Man's name. He's he's just throwing more shade so, on so, DC. Yeah, it's a Superman's name. But um, so it's funny. Uh, but it's like so. I, I just feel like we'd like to see another Superman movie again before another Batman movie. And if this right. Batman, Matt Reeves Batman movie is going to be great, awesome. As long as they're not like, oh, Batman's dad died, and right. this is why he became Batman. Then I'm yeah. cool with it. But if there's another time we're going to see how the hell someone yeah. he's going to get died, bit by a bat one or of even these this times. Next Superman movie, I don't want to see him get crushed, crash into Earth, being like he came from Krypton. Like, okay, we know he came right. from Krypton. Let's go on. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Next thing, yeah, yeah. like For we sure. talked about with the, the reboot of Spider-Man yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Hey, let's do that Elseworld story where Superman crashes and the uh, Waynes bring him in. There you and, go. And he becomes Batman. Super Batman. And I'm all set. I won't. But the cool thing about the DC and the Marvel, what I will say is it gives the independent people who love comic books ground to stand yes. on too. So then you have other comic book movies that are based, or movies based on comic books that are, you know, to quickly talk about that. I mean, not just TV um, movies, but most of those have become TV shows. You know, Invincible right. most recently on Amazon um, by Robert Kirkman. I've said Walking Dead. Um, but like back in the 90s, I, I Spawn, like, you know, having yeah. a Spawn yep. movie come out and now there's going to be yep. a new one coming out. Um, is those are all based out of comic books. Actually, Men in Black sure. is actually an imprint. on that was on Malibu Comics. It was an imprint on that. You had Kick-Ass. Um, Watchmen. I Watchmen. Mean, Watchmen. Uh, yep. Those are all based off of comic books that were in yeah. um, uh, Marvel or DC uh, that have also come to screen, which is pretty cool. So it's not just the two bigs that have these things out there. And there's more coming. There's more yep. things that are work in the works. You know, I heard there's something coming the children, something coming out with, from, that from Boom. Uh, I know uh, Murder Hobo uh, is in the talks about having a TV show yep. based on that. Um, and so there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out. But I think without the success of Marvel and DC on the big screen, people For wouldn't sure. be taking the risks on some of these independent films either or independent yeah. comic book movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Boys. The Boys is The Boys. One, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never ending, honestly, the, the number of things yeah. that are out there. That and I don't I know it was divided. If any of you watched like the HBO Watchmen yes. series, which, you know, yeah. was a reimagining non-canonical type thing. But it right. was I, it was I loved that. So show. good. I so loved good. that. Oh, the, I was yeah. very upset to hear they were not bringing it Be, Oh, my gosh. I was more upset than I have about yeah. a show in a while. Yeah. Um, I would H- like that. I would like to see them do the same type of thing that we were talking about with DC, where kind of like they do like the, you know, Watchmen, the comic books now have kind of like integrated. Yes. And they're basically telling like non-canonical, exactly. made canonical histories. Exactly. Or, yep. You know, kind of like Neil Gaiman with Sandman would tell just vignettes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it'd exactly. be really cool to just do a Watchmen show every year, but it's like a completely different time yeah. frame. Yeah. Just, no, con- like, no continuity at all. Just yeah. That so it's be- like a historical, yeah. you know, vignette that you're getting to see a portion of history and how that works. Yeah, that would be like, great. That would be awesome. And yeah. again, then that's what Warner Brothers gets with HBO is the cool like the DC connection and have an HBO release and they'd be like gritty and dark and swearing and all that stuff in it. Um, uh, Spawn, the Spawn animated show was awesome. Too. Oh, it was great. It was amazing. It was such a fun show. And then the next time that was so show. dark in it's time. I yeah. remember like, watching it and being like, man, if my mom knew I was watching this, yeah. like, <laughs> brown smoking, yeah. and it's just like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> um, I've watched it actually uh, feeding Nova <laughs> and like have a bottle and there's nothing. I have it on the background. I'm like, this kid's going to be like, why do I like Spawn so, so much? much? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> um, but this new movie is going to be awesome. He's releasing a couple of new comic books. Spawn Universe came out. And King Spawn. Yeah. Medieval Spawn. All those comic books are coming out. So I feel like Spawn is not going anywhere. And he's at issue 320 in his yeah. run on that. And then all these other 
small books that are going to be coming out with TV shows and, and movies and all that stuff. I can understand why someone says they're superhero or comic book out. Yep. Um, but in the right. same sense, some of these, if you think about um, something like, I don't know, Walking Dead, for example, is based on a comic book. It's not based on a superhero. Right. It's like it's still based on something that you have in print and is loosely based on. They're going to come coming out with a new TV show. Uh, I guess uh, it's an untitled Daryl and Carl's. Or, sorry, Daryl and Carol series. Which I'm up for. I mean, Norman, Norman Reedus, more Norman Reedus. Uh, give me all the Norman Reedus. I love Norman yeah, Reedus. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think it was pretty cool. So there's spinoffs on that yeah, too. Yeah, sure. And, and we watched uh, The World Beyond that. Great story. Great. Needs better acting. Ooh, that's a, yeah. That's one way to put it. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I was like you, I had to watch it for the story. It was really cool. The Walking like, Dead oh World my Beyond, gosh. yeah. That's like, I just went to the local like convenience store and was like, anybody want to be in my movie? <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, it, it's cool to see all those things, and I, I'm looking for. I mean, Walking Dead's gonna put some movies out too, uh, and you know, Robert Kirkman's one of my favorite writers, also of all time. So seeing anything yeah. he wants to, I mean, he has had some ones that not take off that well, like Outcast didn't do that well on Showtime and got canceled. It's just, I haven't seen Invincible yet, but I heard Invincible it is, is insanely good. It is insanely good. It yeah. is really good. I highly recommend it. I watched. I watched that. I binged that like so quick, and I was very sad when I was done. I listened yep. to him on an interview and he was like, yeah, so I went to, to, to Amazon was like, I want to make a one hour TV or I want to make a TV show, animated TV show based off of my character, Invincible. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, it's going to be very dark, like very, like, like it's going to be, you know, R rated. Okay, cool. It's going to be animated. Yeah, it sounds good. It's going to be an hour long animated TV show. Oh, that's cool too. It's like he basically were just like, do what you want, yeah. and I'm sure they're happy about it because yep. it's done very well on on Amazon Prime for sure. So, uh, but I mean, animated is not always my thing, but like if it's done well, yeah, I think super yeah. cool. excited yeah. for the what if. Yes, and that's another one is what if. I mean, Disney Plus as a whole is freaking, and that's something that I think Marvel or uh, DC is never going to get, but they might get with HBO Max is they might be able to put some things together like that. But we'll I see. mean, they've done a ton of shows lately. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are really connected. You know, I mean, yep. you got Doom Patrol. They yep. tried Swamp Thing, uh, Titans. Um, you know, Bat there's Woman. or Bat. yeah, uh, Cat, yeah, Bat, Batwoman. Yeah, Batwoman. yep. There's um, there's a lot of stuff. It's just like you're not getting the same kind of because again, you're you're invested. Like you yep. feel like you have to watch Scar, uh, WandaVision mm -hmm. to understand what happens in Loki. You know, what I mean, obviously, what if it's going to be kind of like a little bit different in that way um i'm really looking forward to it, especially zombies episode because i have all yeah. the marvel yeah. zombies exactly. comics you know Kirkman, man. Yep. Yep. He's the original writer of marvel zombies yep. but yep. the um but yes i guess i will say is i guess i will you can see one thing to dc here you ready for this is that you do not have to watch it all to get what's going on right. like you said right so i will concede yeah. that aspect of it that you feel like you do have to and at some point with marvel with again the pandemic screwed some things up but like there was black widow that just came out you have Shang-Chi that's coming out. You have Eternals that's coming out. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man um, No Way Home. All those movies come out from July to December of 2020. Then you had um, WandaVision, Loki. Uh, sorry, Falcon and the Winter Stroller, Loki. What if you have Hawkeye coming out and supposedly Miss Marvel coming out at some point this year too. So the last six months of 2020, it's a lot of shit. That lot. I feel like a lot of it has to be watched to get yeah. what the hell is going on. So at some yeah. point they're going to have to start spreading some of these things out or I basically have to decide, okay, I'm watching Marvel and nothing else based on the comic right. book because I just can't right. 
focus on at all. Right. And so yeah. that will be the weird thing. And maybe some of them will have to binge and not watch every week like yep. they have it is now and stuff like that. That's so, why WandaVision impressed me, though, because like you said, it's kind of I felt like are we at the point where it's like if you're in, you're in. We'll keep making these cool movies for you. Like Annie's never going to love it. And then she loved that. And that made her come in. Mm-hmm. And right. so I still think that to me just like impressed me that this far yeah. in the game, there's people like being that are <clears throat> impressed. Yes, when do you when you list all that stuff off, like in your professional opinion, do you see fatigue setting in now? Like we're so far in 23, 20, you know, 24 movies, right? Yeah. 10 years, 11, going on 11 years. But now they're ramping up production and they're not going to stop. Like it's going yeah. to be four movies every year. Obviously, the shows are insanely successful. They're going to continue to make shows. But right. I, I mean, it's a universe, so there's going to be people that that's what they do. They live in that universe, and yes. that's like pretty much all they do. You know, I so, think that that makes their move really smart because, they're, yeah. like you said, recognizing that at some point there's going to be a bit of inevitable fatigue. Right. But the people that are there are going to stay. People that are invested. I mean, that, I always say, you know, world of regulars make your business. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, that's how you, that's how you stay in business. You you yeah. cultivate a customer base. You know, yep. but I mean, I guess yeah. one thing I will say is that they don't come out. Like, it's like a so there's like uh, Loki was six episodes, right? And so it was in between. So Black Widow came out, and it was in the same spot. But if they time it correctly, that a movie comes out, and then six episodes, and then a couple weeks right. later, another movie comes out. Right. It's not like you're watching that movie and concurrent with this TV show. It's you watch the movie as an episode of a yes. of the old greater picture and then six right. weeks worth of other stuff. So like, if you just watched one of those every week, 2021 is set. I've got a movie or right. a TV show to watch every night or every once a week. So I guess it would keep me involved and keep me entrenched in it just like a comic book. Yeah. And that's the, well, that's I mean, the right. thing. Is from a purely personal point of view, I gotta, I'm clearly still invested. I'm like sitting waiting yes. for the show to Trash. drop, like hitting yep. plays. So I, I, I was kind of yeah, playing. And that's double, what I think I get the benefit of, 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 of yeah. the weekly thing too. Is it, it doesn't take a lot of. It's not like you're like, and it keeps the talk. When Adam, you're cleaning lines, you're doing something. We see each yeah. other every week. We're talking so, about it. I visit Queen City. I'm like, hey, did you yeah. see see Loki this week? Yeah, I right. saw Loki. It's it's not like, oh, did you see Stranger Things? Yeah, I'm on episode four. Oh, I finished it, and that's the conversation ends because you right. don't remember which episode had which yeah, thing in it, so you can't talk up to too. yes. It's and like, so it's, uh, there's that aspect of it too. And, and maybe at some point it will be one of those things that like a show will happen and you have to see the movie on opening weekend because in the middle of the show, it actually has something to do with the next right. week's episode. Like if you don't go see the opening weekend, next week's episode, not that you're going to screw the whole show up, but something's right. going to be connected in that aspect of it's literally happening in time with the movie. Um, that's when it might be get a little bit more difficult if they yep. end up doing stuff like that. But I feel like some of these TV shows are going to be based off of characters that are not B characters, but characters that are like your WandaVisions, your you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and your Lokis are not Captain America and Iron Man and Hulk. It's all these other characters. Right. And maybe that's how they do in origin stories. Maybe Fantastic Four would be much better as a four-part miniseries on Disney Plus that introduces each character honestly, from, the Iron, from Fantastic Four, and it's not a movie. You can decide to watch yep. it or you can not decide to watch it. And then the they movie happens. Like and then we'll... the, uh, last season of Arrested Development where mm-hmm. they're basically yeah. kind of like yep. telling the same story from different perspectives. And you'll see the same thing over yeah. and over again. You know, yes. that would be pretty cool. I think movie, right. yeah. Russo brothers to do it. Yeah. yeah. Vantage point was great like that too. Have you seen vantage point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. The movie's like 12 minutes long, but it's, it's an hour of something long, but it's 12 minutes with a film. Different perspectives. It's different, perspectives, That's different cool. vantage points of the, of the, of the, uh, um, but yeah, I think if they do it that way, I think it'd be fine. I think it's like having these B characters be things would be great. So yeah, 
Um, totally. But I mean, I, so I think there's comic book movies are not going anywhere. No, I don't. I think, think that again, I now you guys have talked me up. This is my therapy session. Talk me off a ledge a little bit about DC. The idea that I have warmed up now. If they just go to these individual movies and TV shows, if they do Killing Joke as a, as a movie, movie, not just an animated movie, right. if they do the um, Long Halloween, if you do some of these cool stories, um, Arkham Asylum, I'd like yes. to see. Yes, yep. yeah. And so they just do those small stories and say we're not connecting these. It could be different Batman every time. It could be you know whatever it may be. As long as they're not going, okay, Batman has an orange suit. Um, right. it, Batman has a suit that looks just like this, not just like it, but like similar to the, yeah. the comic book. I'm cool with that too. Um, yeah. But with Marvel, I think they've done it the way that I like it, and that's it is because I started reading comic books again. Was when when um, Brian Michael Bendis was was writing New Avengers, yeah. and I could read New Avengers and read Thor, and again it would right. be a different vantage point. Thor would be fighting the exact same battle in a different comic book title as it was in New right. Avengers, and New Avengers showing up, and I'm just like, this is so badass! Oh my gosh, yeah. I want to read all of them. Yeah, and that's yeah. why the movies have worked. I'm hung up on what, what, on what Josh wrote. said now, which is I really now need an Arkham series. Yeah. Like yeah, that'd be Arkham awesome. Arkham Asylum, the series, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing I say. Well, again, to finish up like, more on complex, because a last Ronin TV show from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on like Netflix or HBO Max or some sort of HBO, something that's like you can have, you know, that has the be like, yeah. shit, man, and like actually have like. The, the, the dark. Do, in the yep. comic book, the spoiler for me, there's some flashbacks. They talk to all the turtles, but only one of them survives. And some of that stuff would be like cool to actually have. Like these turtles are in the future technically, so they're now adult adults. They're not just teenagers. They're actual like adults, and they stub their toe. They say shit, and so like yep. that's what I would like to see. I would like to see some blood. Some people like they're actually killing people. And if they did that on like an HBO Max or, a, yeah, or Netflix, that would be an amazing series. Again, and that's probably just taking my childhood love and getting it up yep. to the point where I'm now an adult and want to see that shit. But like right. making some dark stuff would be cool too. I agree. Making Dark Avengers TV show on put it on don't put it on Disney Max or Disney Plus, yeah. put it on uh, Hulu. Make it yeah, dark. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see uh radar Thunderbolts movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're we're gonna get another Deadpool movie here pretty soon and yeah. um we're excited for that. So I'm, I'm again again another thing is like a whole discussion could have happen another time is how they're going to work in this whole X-Men Fantastic Four yep. kind of thing too. But yeah, um, there's, so that's another interesting thing, you know, um, that I'm like, they've got a lot of strings right now. Yes. You know what I mean? And uh, I can kind of see how they're going to tie some of them together, but I'm also like, you got, you know, you got scrolls. That's pretty big. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm always, the comic books are always my like roadmap. Yep. You know, what are you going, what are you going to do? Because, you know, like theory crafting and right, you know, it's fun sure. to think about, try to predict what's going to happen, you know. Um, you know, Scrolls is pretty big. Secret mm -hmm. Invasion is a pretty big right. storyline. But you've got Kang at the beginning of yeah, this. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And you're like, he's got to be the big bad for the yeah. whole phase. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, is, you know, Secret Wars or, you know, Secret Invasion going to be like, off to like a side like a side plot you know right. so like i'm really interested to see how they put they have to have a plan if they're yeah. just like dangling all these things you yeah. know what i mean you know, kevin like, feige knows oh yeah yeah kevin feige knows he definitely but has then, this plan yeah. but like honestly and then you think about it again context of comic books x-men fantastic four are like the the avengers are like yeah. third yes when you marvel comics you know what i mean as far as superhero teams yep. go Right, right, and that's why they still owned it. It's why X Men and Fantastic right. Four they didn't own it anymore because exactly. those are the ones people wanted when they sold yep. them originally. Yep. So it's so like those are absolutely huge additions to yep. something that's already 
huge. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like um, the the characters that they started with are kind of B characters mm-hmm. as far as the comic books go. There was no Spider Man. No. There's no Fantastic. Well, Fantastic Four, but you know, as far as the MCU goes, yeah. You know? And so, so it's fascinating to see where they're going to go. And I know one of the things I do like about that is basically after the end of basically yep. Avengers movie, they you basically knew Thanos was coming. Like when they yes. started talking about Infinity Stones and they started talking about it, they'd be like, okay. And then all of us who know comic books are like, okay, know what that means. the snap yep. is coming. And so like basically for the rest of the movies, you're just like, okay, this is building up to that. Now it's almost like we're starting with the, with the big bad and we're deconstructing or seeing where this big bad goes and right. because it's multiverse and there's multiple ones, it could be different versions of Kang right. and different things. Yeah. It's going to be freaking insane yeah. to see. I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited for the fact that he'll be there the whole time. Yes. So like Thanos, you saw him sitting in the chair and then you didn't see him for like, honestly, real time, like yes. what, four years, yeah, you know? Something like that, yeah. And you're just like, he hasn't done anything. So like that threat when he does show up isn't quite as right. yeah. insidious as Kang. Yeah, that, that, that lingering threat, yeah. And they can just drop him in wherever they want. Literally, any show, any yeah. movie he could show up. And Jonathan Majors is awesome. Yes, I, and again, I to put it in there, Jonathan Majors choice. is yeah. freaking amazing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't if anybody said the movie Split and seeing what's-his-face, yeah. um, crap, what the hell, he played uh, Mag, um, Professor X. McAvoy. Yes, McAvoy. Yes. He, playing, I was like, how the hell is he going from character to character to character? And it's like, Jonathan Majors doing that at the desk on Loki, if you haven't seen it, Obviously, this is gonna be spoilers, but he's there and he's like talking and he's like doing this acting and he's, I'm like, oh my god, they, they, yep. this guy is unbelievable, and I'm excited yep. to see what where he's gonna go because he's definitely gonna be able to play different versions of Kang. Yeah. Like you right. can tell he's gonna be able to play the mean person, the funny person, the crazy person, yep. and have these different versions of Kang, which is gonna be fascinating as hell. And we could go on and on and on about predicting what the future of right. this looks like, but I don't want to keep Josh forever here um on this podcast so what i think what we'll do is honestly josh we'll finish up so i'm going to kick you off in a second here um but i wanted to you know queen city cinema club downtown bangor um still open wednesday early to sunday wednesday Um, through sunday and you can find out queen city cinema club.com on facebook on instagram uh book a theater watch some of these new movies um watch old movies catch up yeah hell yeah uh, so you know Quickly, as you're finishing up here, though, are you looking for? Is there a specific movie other than uh, that that's coming up, or based on a comic book that you're really looking forward to seeing, like the most out of all these ones that are coming up? Like, within the next um, I think so. I'm not like a huge Doctor Strange fan. I'm not like a huge fan of like the magic and stuff yeah. necessarily. Like, I'm more of like, I mean, my my people are always non-powered. Sure, hero. sure. So it's Batman, it's Iron Man, it's Widow. Um, you know, Deadpool reluctantly yes. has powers and his only powers can't really die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not so anyway, um, so uh, not, not a huge Dr. Strange fan, but uh, if they're actually going to make a horror movie, then I'm really interested to see that happen. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, other than that, like there, there's just like a lot I'm just like, I, I consume it all immediately. Yes. Like I get home from work and I'm like, all right, new episode of Loki Wednesday night, 3 a.m. You know what I mean? So, yep. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested to see Multiverse Madness. And now that we know that Kang's going to be in Ant-Man Quantumania, um, those movies are fun. You know, they're not like my favorites, but uh, they're always good and, yep. you know, fun. Yep. I think this is going to be, those two are going to be like major puzzle pieces for mm-hmm. everything that comes forward you know what i mean so yes exactly. i'd say those are the two that i'm looking forward to the most 
awesome. That's, I, yeah. I'm glad to hear that from the, the movie expert yes, on yes. the main <laughs> cinema, right? Yeah, right? Uh, but yeah, so sweet. So yeah, check out Queen City Cinema Club in downtown Bangor. Go watch a movie there. Mm-hmm. Play some video games. Get some unbelievable food. Uh, we're not giving Josh any credit for the food. It's all of his wife, yeah. Tiffany. Um, you're also apparently you're Bangor's movie expert now too. So, yeah, so any questions about you movies, movies at all. go to Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Put that on the door. Yeah. <laughs> Home of Bangor's movie expert. You got to buy a beer Wait, first though, or some tacos. Yeah. Yeah. You won't answer any questions until someone buys a beer or tacos yeah, first, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get to buy yeah. Answers aren't free, Bob. <laughs> yeah, advice for paying customers only. Yeah. yeah. You can use the bathroom all you want. You just have to pay for, pay, pay yeah. for advice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, check them out, Queen City Cinema Club, downtown Bangor, uh, at the Queen City, or Queen City Cinema Club on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and um, check them out on their website, queencitycinemaclub.com. Josh Mullen, always great, man. I'll see you soon, okay? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Josh. Josh. Appreciate it. Have a good one. So Josh was great. I loved having Josh on. Um, I always think that, I mean, we could have done this episode just the two of us. Sure. But uh, having him on there and having more him fun. insights is having yep. more insights is more fun. So um, I wanted to finish off quick with a couple of things. I mean, what are you looking at? Are you looking forward to anything in particular? I mean, I don't know. I mean, movie-wise, I, I, I really, I mean, I'm always looking forward for the, the next Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I love Spider-Man. Um, I got to go with, for movie wise, probably my next one I'm really looking forward to is, is multiverse of mm. madness. Um, but right now overall, it's the what if series. Yes, what if series is right. I, this to me too. And I, here's, and that's the thing is getting me into animation yep. is that aspect of, of, you know, I never really got into it. Yep. I have all of the Batman animated movies. I have all of yep. the Spider-Man stuff. I have all of that. I just can't get like, it took me pulling teeth to get me to watch the spawn series at one point. Right. It's just, I can't for some reason about it. I think something about the fact that, the what if series is continuity, but not if that makes any sense. Like these sure. characters are based in the world that I'm used to. So like yes. even even watching an X Men movie now is harder than watching Ant Man over again yes. because at least it has something to do with what's going on in the in the, in the multiverse or the um, MCU. Whereas the what if series is gonna be based yes. in it. So like the the Peggy Carter visual drawing of yep. it looks like Peggy Carter from the MCU. So like yes. there's that aspect that will make me want to watch it more. Yeah, it could be a fun vessel for thing like it could be a good way for them to to give you a real quick fill in on some old marvel stories yep. you don't know about because yep. it could be you know what if x did y yep. but in the process they might give you a little brief thing on the secret wars and Correct. what they were back in well, the day yeah, what and, you, you know, could and, do what if honestly it wouldn't be good right now because the infinity war just ended and you want that to sit in and stuff but what if five years from now you could do what if thanos didn't snap his fingers what if Thanos didn't exist or any of those things and go back and like change some yep. of the original stories with the same physical looking actors. Yes. Uh, and that's the thing. So that's part of the reason why I probably haven't gone into animation that much is because they don't make the characters look the same. Yep. And so it's kind of hard. It feels disconnected, but I'm looking to what if a, a lot. Uh, I'm also looking forward to a multiverse of madness, but honestly, like I said this show is going to come out after um, this is released, but I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to DC's Suicide yep. Squad. And yep, I, I honestly, I again, it kind of go back to my Marvel love is James Gunn wrote, wrote it and directed it, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. And so he's going to bring that Guardians of the Galaxy fun twist to it, which you're going to love. It'll just Alba's in it, which is amazing. Yep. It's going to be awesome there. Uh, again, Margot Robbie yep. uh, is great as, as um, Harley Quinn. Um, and then I'm also looking forward to Shang-Chi and all the other ones that are coming out too. Eternals, sure. uh, any of the Marvel movies that are coming out. And then um, I just, I, I said, those are ones that are like, I don't know if some reason DC doesn't do it for me, but it's Suicide Squad, the commercial looks amazing. And then down the road, I'm looking yep. forward to uh, Thor, God and Thunder, oh. or Love and Thunder, because again, yeah. Taika Waititi's going to kick ass at that. And if you like Thor Ragnarok, you're probably going to Well, because that one's going to come out, and then it'll be our next favorite one. And yes. we'll forget about all the other yes. ones. And yeah. so we don't even think about that one yet. No, yeah. no. 
So I'm thinking we're going to make some ideas. We've got another hostful episode coming up at some point, but now if we wanted to piggyback on this, we could talk uh, how we're going to go in the future, how what we think is going to happen, yeah. how they're going to introduce X-Men, how they're going to introduce Fantastic Four. That might be a really fun. fun thing to play in with the what if in general, because yeah. to talk about what if yeah. and then speculate on mm-hmm. other things. Yes. Like, what, what if, what if they did this? this? That could potentially happen. Or, These or are, what if episode. Yeah. What if now is happening to what if happened in the past? We could do an episode based on what if happens in the future, uh, because the what if is basically what if, Black Panther was actually right. Iron Man or whatever yep. it may be, but like so, it's kind of cool. And actually, will be the last time we'll actually get to hear uh, Chadwick Boseman play uh, Black Panther. That's right, because they recorded it before he died. I said because it's the actual actors. Yeah, some of them. They've actually come them, out but... with uh, they've, it, 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 when they originally put the trailer out, put the idea they were doing is all oh, the actors are coming back to play them. Uh, and now, as it sits, there's like four. Of the original, Still. they all look like them. That's the thing. The drawings yeah. and the animation. Even that four, though, that's people. a good bridge to bring people in. You can hear some so, people in the bathroom because like, you know a lot of people are going to want to hear the Chadwick Boseman. Correct. Like Chadwick Boseman so. one's going to be huge because it's it's like I said post posthumous. Yeah, posthumous. Yeah, yeah, posthumous. Uh, yeah, but yes. um, no, absolutely. I think I think that's what's going to bring people into the series. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. and I said again, if you create the same timeline, same backstory that this person existed in the universe, but what if it happened this way? Um, it's not like what if um, Iron Man was played by, you know, Superman? Right. Superman doesn't yeah, exist right. in this universe. It's what if Iron Man was played by this other character in the same universe? So you can yep. still have that, you know, foundation of, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman playing Black yep. Panther, which is pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to anything comic book related. Again, I'm looking forward to the new Walking Dead series. I'm looking forward to eventually watching yep. Invincible, getting on that. Um, there's a Spawn movie that's going to come out in the future with Jamie Foxx. I think anything that has to do with comic books, I am 100% into uh, because I like the idea of having some sort of material to look at. Yep. And I don't read books that often. So when a ba- movie's based on a book, I'm always oh, like, yeah. yeah, I didn't read that book. But there's a lot of times if movies based off of a comic book, it's a good chance I'd actually at least know about it a little bit better. Definitely. So, go into it. so you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, YouTube for the video portion. Everywhere you can find us is at the main state of mind or the main state of mind.com. I stole that from Adam, but I thought, you know, maybe, why don't I do it every once in a while? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it. Uh, but yeah, so subscribe, follow, uh, rate on an Apple Podcast about the podcast because it puts us up further. Um, we do talk a lot about main stuff. And part of the reason we got to be able to talk about comic book movies, we brought in a main person who's Josh from Queen City Cinema Club. Always good to have him on. He's actually going to come on yep. uh, in the near future as well. Uh, and then when we record uh, other episodes, like when we talk about comic books, we talk with Paul from yes. Black to Comics because he's a local main yep. person. But sometimes it gives us the opportunity to talk about some of our passions, but also bring it to that sure. main. Well, and and, and Mainers do love comic books too. So and so um, and because we're talking about comic books, I'll give a little shout out. Uh, the Bangor Comic and Toy Con happens in October, October first through the third. They are definitely uh, selling tickets right now. You can meet the guys from the Clerks, uh, Jason yep. Muse, Brian O'Halloran, those guys. You can also meet uh, Judith Hogue from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right? She was I can't even talk about it. It gets me too excited. <laughs> April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, <laughs> along with local artists like Ben Bishop and Joseph Schmalky was there will be there, um, and so we're looking forward to those. Uh, that's happening October first through the third, and I don't remember. No, this episode comes out after I believe um, Free Comic Book Day, but I believe right. Up after Free Comic Book Day, so at Free Comic Book Day, we were live. It was great. It was fun. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time uh, is great. great. So, oh. so we record these in different structure, release them differently. So sometimes timing is thrown off. But uh, it's probably yeah. easier if you just imagine that we are time travelers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we go back in time. But we do. 
This is the real deal. All I can think about is a song from Back to the Future. Back in time. Yep, exactly. Um, that should be our theme song coming in. <laughs> that was Josh Moulton of Queen City Cinema Club in downtown Bangor. You can visit Josh at queencitycinemaclub.com and find him on Instagram and Facebook. But be sure to follow Capes and Tights on Instagram, Facebook, as well as on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just type in Capes and Tights. You can find it. And you can visit us at capesandtights.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening to these new comic book-related podcasts. Can't wait to share more with you. Thank you from myself, Justin Soderberg, and my co-host, Adam Morissette. 